With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Mayor Michael Kelly, and you are listening to Angling Waters Outdoors with Marty Angler on 101.3 FM WHIW. You're listening to the Angling Waters Outdoors Fishing Network. You're listening to WHIWLP 101.3 FM, Harvard, Illinois. Harvard Broadcasting. This is Mayor Michael Kelly. I want to personally invite you to join my family as members of WHIW Harvard Community Radio. Your membership will help support an important source for Harvard area related news and sports. Visit whiwharvard.com for additional details on how you can become a member. WHIW is radio for the community, by the community. Show your support by becoming a member today. Hey, this is Marty Angler. If you're hanging out in your garage on Saturday night, flip on over to WHIW 101.3 FM and listen to Beardo's Roadhouse. That's right, Beardo's Roadhouse will be playing from 10 to 1 a.m. every Saturday night. That's right, three hours of nonstop commercial-free rock and roll, buddy. Hey, you might get some country, you might get some blues mixed in, but we'll have some fun doing it. Beardo's Roadhouse, every Saturday night. Hi, this is Henry Stevens inviting you to join me later this morning starting at 9 a.m. for my weekend variety show as I'll play all your favorite tunes from the 50s through today. I'll be spending seven decades of music on my show. You'll never know what you'll hear next. So that's coming up later this morning starting at 9 right here on 101.3 FM WHIW Harvard Broadcasting. Ken and MJ's Flower Power Hour. Oh, wow. Warning, prolonged listening may lead to enlightenment. Proceed at your own risk. Yeah, man. Saturday morning, 7 till 9. Sunday, noon until 2. And Monday night from 6 till 8. Here on 101.3 FM, WHIW, Harvard Broadcasting. Yeah! Hey, this is Manny with the Tempest Universe Podcast, and I'm away to uh, Geneva Lake, but I forgot to listen to Angling Waters and Marty Angler. So the only way that I know how to fish is to do it like this. Take it from me, folks. You want to listen to Marty Angler and Angling Waters. Otherwise, this is what's going to go down at Geneva Lake.
Welcome to the Angling Waters Outdoors show with your guide and host, Marty Angler. I lack ambition. Think I'd rather go fishing. The Green Hornet's caught more fish than you've lied about, Gustafson. Absolutely not. <laughs> hey, good morning, anglers. Angling Waters Outdoors, right here for you on WHIW 101.3 FM, Harvard, Illinois, and the Harvard Broadcasting. And we are all over the place. Let me tell you what, I'd like to thank everybody, and I do mean everybody that listens to this show, all the way from Maine to California, and all the way up to Alaska. And all the way into Arizona, or I'm sorry, Australia. <laughs> I can't read this early in the morning. I need more coffee. And all points therein, the UK, all over the place, people are listening to us out on Spreaker, iHeart, and all the rest of those platforms. And I'd like to thank each and every one of you for uh, tuning in every week and checking us out. I do appreciate it. And wow, let me tell you, <clears throat> last week... I say last week, but I mean like Tuesday <laughs> of this week because <laughs> we went out fishing and um, uh, me and my two sons, we have this bet going on. But I got a little secret and don't tell them that I told you this. <laughs> See, my boat, <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> they don't have a boat, so they got to ride with dad. So we had this little angler of the year tournament thing going on and let me tell you what i kind of lollygagged the first couple of days and and uh kind of said well you know um i don't want to you know jump out there and oh it's your boat and all this other stuff i let them get a lead well they got a lead (laughs) oh and then it was so cute um my one son, my youngest, Rich, he's gone out twice with me. He has 9.16 pounds of fish. Bass. He is the master of the quarter-pound bass. <laughs> or the half-pound bass. <laughs> one or the other, because that's all he's catching. Uh, and um, my oldest son, who I am deathly afraid of him, he has, well, here, Rich has 10 fish for 9 pounds, 16 ounces. My son Andy, my oldest, has five fish for eight pounds and um, two ounces. Me, I only have seven fish for 11 pounds, two ounces. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not fair to them, but I'm going to make it fair to them. We got it so fair. I even put my wife in. I got my wife involved, and she don't fish, but it, she will. I'll get her out there again, and we'll fish, and she'll catch some fish, and I'll add them to the. You know, it it's it's not about you know me beating up on people because I do fish a lot, and I do have a lot of knowledge, and I do. It's about the family. It's about family unity. Okay. I may move some of my fish over once I get my wife out fishing a few times. Yeah, she might get a little extra bass here or there. That might might add some numbers to her creel. And, uh, <laughs> well, that's just me. That's just me. Because, you know, to be honest, 
um, the last time I took her out and she fished, I gave her a fluke. And um, she caught five fish. They probably averaged about 2.5 pounds, maybe 2.3. Still, in all, you know, my family uh, it, it just, they've blessed me with the opportunity to do it. And then blessed me with the opportunity to be able to teach them to do it. And now I'm blessed enough to even teach you how to do it. So let me teach you. Here we go. We're going to talk about, um, I know I've never talked about fishing this way. And, you know, sometimes it makes it kind of hard to, and I may go a little long here. We may, may skip a recipe or something today because I really want to express, um, the, the the art of using artificial bait. I don't use real bait. It's either plastics, plastic, or what steel, whatever, whatever fake artificial lure I have in my boat. I use. Okay, you know, tricking a fish to bite any artificial bait, whether it's plastic worm or crankbait, or even a jig, spinner bait, fluke, stick bait, buzz bait. Or even on a fly. Something special. It's a sense of accomplishment. You know. Um, look what I can do. And I don't have to use live bait to do it. That's the way I look at it. Uh, but to be successful. At fishing. The process of elimination. Requires an approach based on trial and error. Till you understand what it takes to catch a fish. At this particular moment with these particular conditions and store that information in your head until the next time you need it well you know it takes a lot of trial and error and so each bait that you use has to have an opportunity to catch fish and your mindset has to be positive it can't be negative it has to be positive you have to believe that what you're throwing and how you're throwing it is going to catch you a fish. And the best way to give that lure the opportunity to work its magic is by you believing in it. I know it sounds corny. It sounds like I'm speaking to a human being, but it works. You know, if you believe something's going to happen, the good Lord's going to make it happen. That's the way I look at it. Now... You know, it's, you got to clear your mind and you got to say, okay, let's do something here. And when you take the approach to learning how to throw these baits, you, you have to really give it a, a huge undertaking of understanding. Um... You have to learn your surroundings, current water, weather patterns, you know, what's going on, how's the wind blowing, and all that stuff. And then you have to watch the birds, watch below the waters. Do you see any fish? Do you see any minnows? Like I always say, when you get to the boat dock and you're starting to put the boat on the, in the water, what do you do? You look around the boat dock, see what's going on, you see minnows in shallow? Well, then the big ones aren't far behind it. Where are the bluegills at? That's a main forage for a bass. Where's the perch at, if you can find them? They're a little deeper. 
but they're still around. Um, sometimes they're in with the bat or bluegill. So paying attention to what's going on around you is going to pay dividends to you. Um, because when you see fish, let's say you're in four feet of water and you're seeing bluegills swimming in five feet of water. Well, then you know your opportunistic place to be is on six feet of water. But don't give the opportunity up at four feet. You're still there. You know? So, it's just knowing your surroundings and learning your surroundings based on what you can see. So, use your eyes to see. Um... When you let's say um, let's say you're working a crankbait, small, well, let's just say crankbait. Let's just let's just say it, and you know that this thing just wobbles through the water. Okay, so what you do is you tie once you tie it on, you look at it, and you go, okay, we're going to catch a fish here today. Now, if you've never used a crankbait in your life, don't be ashamed. Everybody starts there too. Take that crankbait, toss it in the water next to the boat, or in the water by the shallows there, and just run your rod tip back and forth and watch how that thing goes. Go real fast, and then go real slow. And you're going to find out that little slow wobble is what you're probably going to want. Now, if you're using a deep diver, you've got to crank it down till you get to that depth. And how do you know you're at that depth? You can only count it down. One, two, three, four, five, six. You're at six feet. Then you slow down. And just that slow wobble. Now, some days, bass want that thing going right by their face. And other days, man, they'll see it right after it. That's what we call the chase day. The other day is the lazy day. Man, they're lazy. They're not doing anything. And they don't want to do anything. So they're going to be laying there. They're just going to take it. It's going by. Yeah, I think I'll eat now. Now, when fishing any lure, I don't care if it's a spinner bait. I don't care if it's an inline spinner. I don't care if it's a crankbait. I don't care if it's a stick bait, a jerk bait, whatever it is. You want to master your 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 speed. You don't want to overspeed the lure because then it's just that ain't worth it. You don't want to be real slow unless the fish dictate that. But you're not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna tell you I've ever never caught one slow. I've stopped it talking and just watched and then all of a sudden the lure pops up out of the water and boom, they're all over it. But that's with crankbaits. So you have to learn what this bait can do. Regular standard crankbaits, they go down, they wobble, and they come up. And if you lo- if you stop, they'll float to the top. That brings me to another thing: the jerk bait or stick bait. Most of the time, when I use it, I'm just pulling it down once or twice, and then letting it float up. And then I do it again. If sorry about that. If the um, minnow is injured. Um, 
then you have to its air bladders popped it can swim down and it'll sink if it's not popped and it's expanded it'll float up it'll try to swim down but it'll float up and sometimes in an injury it can stick it open or if it's yanked out you know it the, the, it just depends on which end of the fish gets injured. But um, you you have to mimic what they're, those bait fish, minnows, bluegills, whatever, are doing in the water. They don't, they don't go 80 miles an hour across the deck unless they're being chased. Not being chased, well, it's just a standard retrieve. That's why you have bait casters at, you know, 5 to 1, 6 to 1, 7 to 1, 8 to 1, different speeds. So knowing the workability of your lure can determine if you're able to fish that lure effectively. My approach is to take one lure and fish it, fish each part of the lake from beginning to end. I started, that's the way I learned. I would take one lure and I would fish it. That's all I would fish would be that lure. I'd go around the lake, go around the lake again. If I didn't catch any fish by the second time around, I was usually done and going home anyway. But I, I don't think that ever really happened. I think um, because you got the points, you know, it, it takes a while to go around because you, you're fishing weed edges, you're fishing points, you're fishing, you know, rocks and sand mix, or rocks and silt mix, or ran, you know, different different things, little trees in the water, tree knocked over in the water. <clears throat> so it's it's learn, and it teaches you how to control the lure and control your cast. Because like if you've got a tree down, you want to get behind it a little bit, but you don't want to get tied up in the in the arms of the thing. So you want to twitch it out a little bit on the top, but give it a little pop and let it float back up give it another little pop get just enough to get somebody's attention and then reel it down when you get free of the branches you know th that's a technique there's several techniques to this stuff i personally I, I do like using stick baits and jerk baits more than i do crank baits because i i believe i have better options i have the ability to um do more things with it you can you can crank it down and crank it slow. You can stop it, and and if you have something like a, a Smithwick, uh, Sedgwick or whatever it's called, I forget now, top of my head, Rattle and Rogue. Some of those are floater or not floaters. They're they're uh, wherever you reel them to, they stay suspending. <clears throat> I like those in deep water. So twitch it, twitch it, twitch it, and then pull it in you know so it's it's a lot of fun and um learning learning is just you have to make it fun so that you retain the knowledge once you've retained the knowledge then you can um file it away for another time in another place when you may decide you're going to use that lure uh, for this condition because something tells you in your head that or you know you get a you get a thing in your gut whatever you want to call it 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 helps you decide what lures you're going to use 
Now, you don't want to fish a tournament going out there and fish a lure you have never fished before because, well, if you only catch one fish with it, that's the only fish you're going to get. When, by the same token, you have two other baits in your box that you just kill fish with, you'd fish with those first. And that's part of the process. That's part of the process of learning how to do this. Um, I would I would take one lure out until I learned it. And when I learned it, then, you know, if, if I wasn't fishing tournament or I wasn't fishing um, with, you know, kids, I, I would go out and I would throw another lure. And I learned that way. I actually got to learn how to throw Texas rig plastic worms uh, before I could get a bite on a crankbait. And I think that's part of the reason. I don't have the confidence in that. But stick baits, <laughs> as soon as they hit the water, I was catching them left and right. Same thing with inline spinners. And then uh, my, my one neighbor, he says, you ought to try using a rattle trap. Okay, what do I do with it? Well, this is what happens. This is what it does. When you cast it out, you reel it back. But if you feel tugging, speed up just a little bit because you're tugging the top of the plants. When you're hitting the top of the plants like that and it's ricocheting off left and right, that's when the bass come up and hit it. And <laughs> let me tell you, you get a floating rattle trap in the spring over the tops of beds like that where it catches the weed and pulls off and goes to one side. It's like it's like at the dinner bell or something. And the bass just tear it up. Pre-spawn, post-spawn, uh, just just crazy um that's why it's one of my go-tos because it's versatile you can go real s slow with it you can real fast with it and it doesn't matter if it's the uh um deep diver or the well, deep diver it just falls <laughs> um as fast as you crank it is where what depth it sits at um i've caught walleye on it i caught decent sized walleye on it um I cast it out, got a backlash, pull, had to pull it out. I mean, I pulled a lot of line out because I, I heaved it. I admit it. I was wrong. He had to pull it out, pull it out. Now, this thing is laying on the bottom of 28 feet, just laying on the bottom. Finally get the reel lined up, get it all squared away, start reeling it in. And then I get a tight line. I jerked it up real fast. Boom, I got a hit, set the hook figured it was a nice bass because it was fighting like crazy and then all of a sudden it went limp and i'm like what is going on here get it almost to the boat and then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> it's just peeling line it was a five pound walleye and i think that sold me on it even more because i've caught pike on it i've caught crappie on it i've caught bass on it uh i caught i caught a carp on one i caught a catfish on one so it's a versatile lure that way, but by being able to throw it in less than four feet of water, when you get the floaters, you can just slow down and speed up a little bit, bring it down till it hits the bottom, and then just let it slow it down a little bit. Bring it down, bring it up. Or, or if you want, you just you know get it in there and jerk it down to the bottom and let it float back up. Floating baits are awesome. They just... You can do some of the same things with different baits, but you have to get out there and try it for yourself. I can tell you about it all day long. That doesn't mean you're going to go out and win Bassmaster Classic. I mean, it's just you have to do it yourself. You have to practice it yourself. Practice makes perfect. The ability to um, just get out there and 
go crazy learning how to use a bait and and using it effectively well the more you use it the more effective you're going to get with it you know um also i'm going to say it's any type of um artificial bait spinner baits you can slow roll them which means you're just dragging them on the bottom reeling them in banging them off the bottom you know and then you get a tug you just kind of let kind of jerk it until it pops off and then you let it float down and then you go back to rolling on the bottom again um i've caught bass that way up in the shallows pitching it up under um a uh pier just steady reel back you know caught fish that way as well um you're gonna have that day too when none of that works you're gonna say to yourself what do i do now i'm gonna tell you that's what finesse bait fishing about is about that's finesse fishing is 100 percent about those days when you see the fish but they're not biting and why is that because those fish either don't feel like chasing or just don't want to they want to be hand fed or spooked uh, or ang- aggravated they just they're not in the mood to eat period and it happens but you get a um a shaky head or um anything like that i i just my my mind is just going too fast i can't remember the um names of the the riggings drop shot there you go that's the one i was thinking of that's when you get those and you just kind of pitch them out there and you know the fish are there and you just kind of you know shake it shake it shake it shake it reel it back shake it shake it shake it shake it shake it reel it back you know and then all of a sudden boom you got one but you have to practice it, you know. You have to you have to keep going out there and keep throwing it. Keep going out there and throwing it. Keep going out. But now when they're real aggressive, they'll go right by that like it's nothing. They don't even care. When a when a fish wants to chase, they want to chase. They wanna they wanna swim for their bait their their dinner. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they need exercise. Eyes works for me. But you're gonna have those days. And, you know, the key to all of this is one thing. Remember, bait fish, they like to swim in concert with their predators. They don't run in, run across, and run out. They kind of meander in, swim around them. And then, boom, you know. They do it, they they swim around like they're minding their own business. They don't care. They get eat, they get eat. They don't get eat, they don't get eat. You know, and they're kind of hoping they don't get eat. So work your, work your lures. Learn to le- work your lures like that. Because that is how you catch fish like a pro. And with that being said, I am going to take a break. You're listening to Angling Waters Outdoors on WHIW 101.3 FM, Harvard, Illinois, and Harvard Broadcasting. And my 
Golly, what are we going to do? Now, Henry, what's up? Hi, this is Henry Stevens, the host of the Weekend Variety Show and the Best of Broadway. And you're listening to Marty Angler on Angling Waters Outdoors. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I like hunting and fishing and I can't wishing I'll be doing this all my life. For my 306 to really get my kicks, I sit in the four-wheel drive. Been the same with the rods and the heel across dog, the one that always gets me in stride. I like hunting and fishing and I can't help wishing I'll be doing this all of my life. From the time that I could talk, I could barely even walk. One to gun and a rod in my hand. To go hunting and fishing, kept on wishing that was gonna be my plan. Now that I'm a lot bigger, got my finger on the trigger, got a grub on the rod in the dam. When I'm hunting and fishing, there's nothing else missing. I do it every chance that I can. I like hunting and fishing, and I can't help wishing I've been doing this all my life. When my 306 are really getting my kicks, tossing in the four-wheel drive. And I sing with the rods and the heel across dog, the one that always gets me in stride. I like hunting and fishing, and I can't help wishing I've been doing this all my life. I'll be doing this all my life With my 306 to really get my kicks I sit in the four-wheel drive In the scene with the rods And the heel across dog The one that always gets me in stride I like hunting and fishing And I can't help wishing I'll be doing this all of my life It's up early morning When you're stretching and you're yawning And you're tossing all your gear in the bag Walking around the corner You're getting no warning Staring at a big black stag then your heart starts a pumping and your rock starts a thumping. It's a thrill only some understand. There's nothing else better in a change to the leather, cause I've done it all across this land. I like hunting and fishing and I can't help wishing I've been doing this all my life. When my 306 are really getting my kicks, I sit in my four-wheel drive. And I see him with the rods and the hill across dog, the one that always gets me in stride. I like hunting and fishing and I can't help wishing I've been doing this all of my life. When I'm hunting and fishing, there's nothing else missing. I've been doing this all of my life. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bikini tents, Ray-Bans, my boat, your friends, just something about that warm water. Mmm, baby, many times, flip-flops, let's start the party that won't stop, yeah, cause I brought the bait to call it. Show me the sand on this picture to the moonlight, if you hang in with me, we hanging all night, cause he ain't Why? I'm gone fishing Nothing but a cold beer in my hand Yeah, I'm gone fishing Just to see what I really am I might throw you away Hand you a drink I know the same girl catching the lace Gone fishing yeah. Sunset, they all hit Getting's good when the good is getting Just gotta put your pole in the water Got my fishing hook on my ball cap Got no shirt, I'm showing off my tats About to dock it with a farmer's daughter Show me the same on this beach to the moonlight If you hang in with me, we hang it all night Cause he ain't here, he don't know what he's missing That's why Nothing but a cold beer in my hand Yeah, I'm going fishing Just to see what I really am I might throw you away Hand you a drink I know the same girl Catch your release Going fishing And we ain't going home Till the cool is empty You going to stay right here And act we can tell them all we gon' fish it Nothing but a cold beer in my hand Yeah, I'm gon' fish it Just to see what I really am I might throw you away, hand you a drink I know the singer will catch you at least gon' fish it Gon' fish it Nothing but a cold beer in my hand Take 
down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones. It might be fine for skipping stones. You feel fresh as a lemonade sitting in the shade. Whether it's hot. Whether it's cool, oh what a spot for whistling like a fool. What a fine day to take a stroll and wander by the fishing hole. I can't think of a better way to pass the time of day. We'll have no need to call the roll when we get to the fishing hole. There'll be So nice out here. I wouldn't care if I was fishing with a naked hook. Well, old buddy, you might as well be fishing with a naked hook. No more fishing, you thought. Are、oh, you reckon you're ever gonna catch one? Caught more than you have. No fishing, rascal. I ain't gonna have to take you fish off for you, am I today? You know. That's the only way you gonna get fish smell on your hand. Pass me one of them cold ones, would you? Hanging around. Taking our ease, watching that hound, scratching at his fleas. If we don't hook a perch or bass, we'll cool our toes in dewy grass, or else pull up a weed to chaw and maybe sit and jaw. Come on, take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. I can't think. Of a better way to pass the time of day. Oh, man, I'm about had enough of this. Show, I believe they're on the fish right there. I don't have enough of this, Chief. Let's go. Come on, take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. I can't think of a better way. Let me tell you about fishing. Life fishing food. And every fishing seminar. Even been to fishing school. So listen close to my advice before you ever cast your line. 
Gotta get yourself a fishing boat like mine. Well, I bought her back in April new, added 25 coats of cobalt blue, and I painted my truck and trailer in cobalt too. I pulled out the motor and I hauled it down to Rusty Huffman's, wound for sound, and a little rusty turn a couple screws. Now she's got 500 horses of pure power, turns 185 miles an hour, sits back on a rooster tail, just wrapping about 11 grand. She moves down on the water like a phantom jet, and I ain't even tried the nitrous yet. She don't slow down to a stop neither, she just kind of lands. Man, if that ain't fishing, I'm a fishing fool. I've been to every fishing seminar and I've been to fishing school. You gotta get yourself a red hot rig, that's the first in fishing rules. So you don't have to catch a thing, you come home looking cool. I got a little fish finder that's out of this world It'll tell you if a minnow is a boy or girl And my laser-guided trolling motor keeps me out of the rocks I got 30 rod holders, four live whales Underneath my stereo there's digital scales Let me find the password and I'll open up my tackle box I got spinners, twisters, busters, poppers Rattling shad, whirlers and hoppers Ringers and zingers and clangers and things that clack I got plastic worms, rubber mice, that neon crawdad there works real nice. There's jitterbugs, crickets, grubs, and broken backs. Man, if that ain't fishing, I'm a fishing fool. I've been to every fishing seminar and I've been to fishing school. You gotta get yourself a red hot rig, that's the first in fishing rules. So you don't have to catch a thing. I'm home looking cool Well, I'm telling you, son, she's a mean machine Just perfect for taking your boss out skiing Crack that throttle halfway and start talking rage She'll pull tubers, tires, still on her truck You better strap on your safety belt when she's hooking up Them G-forces kind of push your nose to the side of your face Man, if that ain't fishing, I'm a fishing fool The first in fishing room So you don't have to catch a thing To come home looking cool So you don't have to catch a thing To come home looking cool The Green Hornet's caught more fish Than you've lied about, Gustafson Mr. Angler, how about we have fish for dinner tonight? You have recipe? I do, Mr. Wong uh, this one is called Bass and Peppers. Uh, it takes about 20 minutes. You need a pound of bass fillets, uh, three tablespoons of soy sauce, uh, one garlic clove chopped, quarter teaspoon of ground ginger, two medium green peppers cut into one inch pieces, eight ounces of mushrooms halved, and one, I'm sorry, three tablespoons of oil. That's right, I said oil. First, you want to mix the soy sauce, garlic, and ginger. Uh, brush mix mixture on both sides of fish in cheese in ten-inch skillet. Uh, cook green peppers and mushrooms in oil over medium heat until crispy. 
about six minutes. Then fry fish separately from vegetables until they flake easy, about eight to ten minutes. Add vegetables and heat until it's hot, and then serve. There you go. If you want these recipes, don't don't hesitate. Send me an email to uh, awo show at comcast.net and I will just tell me which one you want and I'll send it to you. It's that easy. Okay, and I think with that we'll start with the reports. Uh, we're going to start right here in the uh, Fox Chain of Lakes in Lake County, Illinois. On the chain, uh, jig and minnow or jig and leeches remain solid choices for walleye and marie. Uh, anglers are working walleyes in the fifth 5 to 15 foot depth range with chartreuse jigs doing the best. Bluegills have been biting shallows on waxworms rigged with ice jigs under small floats. Catfish bite is improving on stinkbait crawlers and roaches. Pike bite is fair. Ooh. Uh, over on Braidwood, bluegills are doing well on waxworms and roadworms at Mazonia. There is good bass fishing at Mazonia, but clear water can make it tough going. Catfish and bluegills are biting fair on worms and crawlers. Don't let the clear water kill you. Just find some something standing. All weeds, timber, piers, you'll be fine. Uh, over on Lake LaSalle, a few nice smallies are being caught by anglers looking for largemouth. Catfish are biting on night crawlers and stink baits. Um, Devil's Kitchen. Well, there's a new one. Uh, bluegills are holding around on beds. However, fishing has slowed. The standard bluegill baits are in effect. Yeah, just if you want to catch the bluegills. Um, as we always state here, and I tell everybody uh, that like to catch bluegills, get you some of that gulp or uh, Berkeley power bait um, maggots or uh, spikes and use them. You'll catch on a on a teardrop or on a um, real small jig, jig head. You'll catch them all day long. A bobber about 15 inches, 12 to 15 inches, depending on how deep you're fishing, uh, or how shallow you're fishing, I should say. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. That'll definitely work. Uh, over on Carlisle Lake, crappies and catfish are biting the best. Catfish are taking shrimp, leeches, cut shad, and shad guts off flooded timber. White bass are hitting tube jigs and twister tails. Sorry, I thought somebody just opened the door. Okay, over on Kincaid Lake, catfish are still best bet. Anglers are taking fish on crawlers, stink bait, liver, cat, yeah, same old stuff. Um, bluegill anglers are catching good numbers of blue fish, but are running small. Crappies are scattered in 8 to 12 feet. Minnows and jigs are both effective. Bass action is spotty. Over on Wren Lake, uh, bluegills are rated excellent. Sunfish are bedding and can be caught in shallow areas. On crickets and mealworms, crappies and catfish are downgraded from excellent to good. Crappie spawn has, is essentially completed and Fish have retreated to cover in 6 to 14 feet. I think bluegill crappie, bluegill fishing as of today is probably done too because what we seen the other night was just scattered. Um, 
they I think they came in overnight and and did their thing and moved along. But you know, it's always good to look at the beds, uh, and and when you see the beds, you know you'll see the little critters swimming around it. It's it's a small little trick, but take you a big fat worm like a like a Cinco, rig it Texas rig, throw it out there and just let it fall to the bottom and then just pop it a little bit every once in a while, just pop it, and you'll be surprised if there's any bass around there, they will pound it, definitely pound it. Um, Lake Shelbyville crappies are hitting jigs and minnows. A few bass are being caught on spinners and crankbaits. Muskie slow. Uh, Clinton Lake bass are being uh, landed on plastic worm spinners. Uh, and on the north and south points and around cover. Hmm, white's the color. Okay, for your Lake Michigan report for here in Illinois, uh, fishing out of the northern harbors has slowed a bit with recent heavy winds. Uh, the fish have scattered and are a bit more difficult to find. They have spread out and are being found in 50 to 150 feet of water. Perch are being caught at Montrose and some are being landed at Burnham Northerly Island. Um, best bet is minnows or soft shells. At Waukegan, anglers dipped into the 80 to 100 foot range using yellow birds and dodgers and flies or spoons and are taking nice cohos and kings. Up into Wisconsin on the Lake Michigan uh, Metro Lakes, Metro Area Lakes. Uh, Kenosha Shore anglers are catching coho salmon on flies, jigs, and spinners, while boat anglers are working the bay for cohos and kings on spoons and flies. Racine Piers shoreline anglers are catching coho salmon on jigs, flies, and spinners, while boaters caught cohos on feather flies. Root River anglers are catching juvenile largemouth bass, smallmouth bass, and bluegills. Milwaukee Ramp anglers are having success catching small coho salmon on spoons and marabou jigs. Port Washington Harbor and pier anglers caught a few brown trout off the south pier. Uh, a few boat boaters found success on cohos just outside the harbor in 50 feet of water on flies. In Sheboygan, uh, fishing pressure has been low on Sheboygan and Pigeon Rivers. A few anglers are finding success on cohos south of the power plant in 50 feet of water on spoons. Um, Door Peninsula. Uh, El, El Gome, Kiwani area. El Gome Piers anglers reported switching currents with some vegetation coming in on lines. Uh... Hanapi River anglers reported good currents with average water levels at Olson Park. Boat anglers saw some fish movement at the Hanapi River. The Kiwani uh, three steelhead were caught on spawn at Broomer Park at the Kiwani Pier. Water clarity is less than one foot. Boat anglers are re reported the water temperature is about 47 degrees. Maybe a little warmer by now. Boat anglers are catching smallmouth bass on all types of bait in Door County. Shore anglers are catching smallmouth bass off Anderson Dock in Ephraim and elsewhere. 
In the Eagle River area, the water is warming up and crappies are starting to move to their spawn areas. Walleye fishing remains good and the fish recovering from spawn are now starting to feed. They are in 8 to 12 feet during the day. Jigs and minnows are working best. Bass fishing will be good this week as these move shallow. The big news, crappies are spawning Excuse me, and are in the shadow shadows in the shallows on most lakes. Light tackle and minnows are best for these uh, fish right along the shorelines in any cover. While the water is still on the cool side, muskies should be in the shallows this week as well. Up in the Hayward area, minnows are producing walleyes at three to ten feet on the Chippewa flowage, Round Lake, Lake Lac, Court Orialis, and Grindstone Lake. Crappies have moved into 3 to 5 feet on Lake Namakegan, Nelson Lake, Teal Lake, and the Chippewa Flowage. Panfish and bass are moving shallow on most lakes as well. Northern pike are still shallow. And as the water warms, the fish will become more active. Smallmouth and largemouth have started moving into bays, as have crappies, work small jigs and bobbers around pencil reeds, and down timber along the shorelines for crappie. What is that doing? Okay, yes. All right, sorry, it's something just hanging up here. All right, um, where are we going? We did that, we did that. Uh, over in the siren area, walleyes are hitting minnows and leeches in two to three feet last week with the best spots near reeds along shorelines. Northern pike are not their typical spots because there are not many weeds yet. Crappies are spawning in the shallows. Minnows are always the top bait choice. Bluegills are also spawning in the shallows. Waxies and leaf worms are the go-to baits. Oh, lordy. Limited there. Let's go into Minnesota. Lake Malax on the east side. Walleye action remains best during the evening hours with a slip bobber and leech in 8 to 16 feet on the rocks and points. Anglers rigging during the day with leeches and crawlers on the north end. Sand in 18 feet or the mud flats in 20 to 25 feet are catching some walleyes as well. Smallmouth bass remains an easy catch on the 3 to 12 foot rock and sand. There have been several big muskies caught during the past week as well. All right, on the west side, walleyes continue to bite well at night on slip bobbers and leeches over the 18 to 20 foot rocks. During the day, walleyes are being caught on the mud flats uh, at 7 mile, 8 mile, and banana. Smallmouth remain active on the shallow, in the shallow, on the shallow, and on the shallow, to mid depth rocks uh, hitting plastics or live bait. Garrison Reef is producing walleyes and bass in 12 to 14 feet. Lake of the Woods, water temperatures have jumped to 73 degrees, and that means crawler harnesses have really started producing a lot of walleye. Some anglers are using minnow and spinner rigs, while others are working structure and still jigging with frozen emerald shiners, and some are catching fish on crankbaits along Pine Island and with lead core in deeper depths. Shoreline structure in 7 to 25 feet continues to be productive, although with the warm weather, some fish may be trans 
transitioning to the big open mud flat flats throughout Big Traverse Bay. Pike report remains strong in the back bays and shoreline structures while some big perch are showing up in walleye catches as well. Anglers fishing the Rainy River are finding small schools of eating size walleyes around uh, current breaks, holes, and rocky areas. Smallmouth bass are being caught around the feeder rivers, bridges, and areas with rocks. At the northwest angle, walleye fishing has been solid on both sides of the border along the shoreline structure as underwater points, neck down areas, flats, and moving water, and edges of reefs. A jig and minnow continues to be the go-to bait, but crawlers are coming on strong. <clears throat> and Lake Vermilion. Uh, smallmouth bass action has really picked up with the topwater baits or plastics along the shorelines and docks. Walls, walleye, walleyes are also biting consistently on 4 to 10 foot rock shorelines on leeches or minnows in Stunts Bay, Cable Bay, Pike Bay, and around Whiskey Island. Walleyes are also being taken on the main lake reefs in 20 to 30 feet with slip bobbers or live bait rigs and leeches. Crappies are going around Raspberry Island in Big Bay over 15 feet, while northern pike are hitting spoons in shallow water throughout Rice Bay, Mud Creek Bay, and Stunts Bay. Over on the Leech Lake, walleyes are spread out but active, hitting slip bobbers and leeches or spinners and crawlers and leeches in 8 to 14 feet. Uh, Better areas this week have been the Annex, Sucker Bay, Stony Point, Sand Point, and Cedar Point. There have been some muskies taken by trolling. Main lake structure in less than 15 feet. Bluegills are in the bulrushes throughout the bays. While crappie reports have been decent from Sucker Bay, Waboose Bay, and Boy Bay. Over on to Rainy Lake. Uh, Walleyes have been on fire in 6 to 12 feet. Hitting jigs tipped with plastics or minnows and shallow diving crankbaits. Large pike are really aggressive right now and being caught in shallow bays with stick baits. Smallmouth bass are on their beds and being taken in large numbers on a variety of shallow water techniques. Crappies have been on and off are mostly done spawning right now. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I am calling it a day. Um, I hope we uh, taught you something today. I hope you go out today. Even though it's not that great of a day today and tomorrow, give it a shot. You might you might get something. Till next time, this is Marty Angler. Ciao. Okay, you go now. Show over. Miss Angler say you come back next week. Maybe we have more stuff. Bye bye. The Green Hornet's caught more fish than you've lied about, Gustafson. Ken and MJ's Flower Power Hour. Oh, wow. Warning, prolonged listening may lead to enlightenment. Proceed at your own risk. Yeah, man. Saturday morning, 7 till 9. Sunday, noon until 2. And Monday night from 6 till 8. Here on 101.3 FM, WHIW, Harvard Broadcasting. Yeah. 
Hi, this is Henry Stevens inviting you to join me later this morning starting at 9 a.m. for my weekend variety show as I'll play all your favorite tunes from the 50s through today. I'll be spending seven decades of music. On my show, you'll never know what you'll hear next. So that's coming up later this morning starting at 9 right here on 101.3 FM WHIW Harvard Broadcasting. Hey, this is Marty Angler. If you're hanging out in your garage on Saturday night, flip on over to WHIW 101.3 FM and listen to Beardo's Roadhouse. That's right, Beardo's Roadhouse will be playing from 10 to 1 a.m. every Saturday night. That's right, three hours of nonstop commercial-free rock and roll, buddy. Hey, you might get some country, you might get some blues mixed in, but we'll have some fun doing it. Beardo's Roadhouse, every Saturday night. This is Mayor Michael Kelly, and you are listening to Angling Waters Outdoors with Marty Angler on 101.3 FM WHIW. You're listening to the Angling Waters Outdoors Fishing Network. You're listening to WHIWLP 101.3 FM, Harvard, Illinois. Harvard Broadcasting.